Good evening. It is Tuesday, August 9th, and welcome to the Positional Sports Talk Show post live streaming on Facebook Live, Twitch, and our Positional Sports Talk Show YouTube channel. We are a sports talk show made for the fans, from the perspective of the fans, presented by lifelong sports fans. We will provide our opinions and positions on the hottest topics in sports this evening. My name is Big Reg. I'm joined by three of my crew. J3, what's going on, my brother? How you feeling? What's up, Big Ridge? Ed and Sense, feeling good. Glad to G3. be here. Yes, sir. G3? Yes, sir. We got Sense in the building. What's going on, partner? How you feeling this evening? Feeling good. Feeling great. What to do, fellas? Ready to talk some sports? What's up, Sense? Absolutely. Last but definitely not least, my brother, Big Ed. What's going on, partner? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good to go. We getting ready to break down this NFL. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah, so we're going to keep it real real clean this week. We're going to give you some quick hits, and we might delve a little deep into a couple of stories in the quick hits. Not too deep. And then the rest of the show is all NFL. We're going to break down two divisions for you this evening. We're going to hit you with the AFC North and give you the NFC North. And then, of course, we got to get you with our final post. So, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. So, please sit back, relax, enjoy posts on the Positional Sports Talk Show channel. So, fellas, Thursday, it came down, uh, the Brittany Griner situation, uh, uh, a day early. I think the, the Russian court system who had been stating that it was going to come down Friday, tried to, you know, yeah catch up with this Deshaun Watson stuff and kind of bury the lead. But unfortunately, uh, Brittany Griner was convicted in a Russian trial, which we all knew was going to happen. The, the question was how bad of a sentence were they going to give her? And they gave her nine years out of a possible maximum 10 year sentence. And she's already been detained for six months. Mm. So at this point, it's, now in the hands of the U.S. and Russian governments to see if they can work out a prison exchange. But I think this is going to be a political ball that uh, is going to go back and forth, back and forth until it, <laughs> who knows what's happening. I just hope that Griner can be strong enough mentally and emotionally to go through this time period because up until the sentence, and you can see, Physically, her facial change when she heard nine years and the realization hit her that she might be there for a long while. What are y'all thoughts? Yeah, I'm just praying for her mind, man, because it's, it's like that can really, you know, damage, you know, someone's, you know, mental state, you know, just being one, like you said, detained for six months. And then now on top of that, nine years and you don't know, like, what's going to come, you know, how quick the U.S. is going to intervene and, you know, how that's going to go about. I just, you know, this break continues strength for a mind. It's just messed up how we can, you know, something so simple as to, you know, move in and, you know, do something about it. It's just taking so long and and it just it's 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 disturbing also to see how petty, you know, one country can be, you know, in this talking about Russia. Political pawn, man. She's being used as a political pawn. I've already heard that they're trying to uh to bring her back. She's not gonna do the nine years again. It, it's it's all about politics and how, how they're gonna move her around. Trust me, she ain't gonna be there much longer. 
Um, I, I think I might have an unpopular opinion on this whole thing, this 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 situation. Um, but I will acknowledge this. It is political. Um, let me just get that. But I was always trained when I as a child that when you go when you are a visitor to someone's home, you act accordingly. Mm-hmm. And that that means that if you if you go to if you go into a foreign country, you're not in the U.S. I think one of the problems that we have in this country is that when we travel abroad, we try to bring our customs with us instead of being humble and gracious and accepting, you know, other people's views and opinions and, 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 and ways that they live. If if weed is illegal in the country, I don't care if it's if it's a speck on your fingernail or not you don't bring it in. It's not your home. So if you get caught, whether it's political or not, then you're going to have to suffer the consequences. And being as high profile as you are, you should be on eggshells even more or basically um, covering your behind more because you know that at any moment you can be used in this political game. So she got nine years, could have got 10. I agree. She more than likely she won't do she won't do the the nine. Um, more than likely, Russia has their eyes on someone who is a little more valuable than Brittany Griner to them. Um, so we will have that. But again, um, you, you just got to understand where you at. You got to know the situation. Whether you're going out to dinner, you know, downtown DC. Whether you're taking a trip up to Baltimore, wherever, whatever you are, you know, you always have to remember your surroundings. But more importantly, you got to act accordingly when you're a guest in someone else's home. So, you know, do I feel bad for it? I, I wish I don't. I mean, I wish he wasn't detained. I mean, I don't want anyone to be detained. But if you break the law, I mean, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm on a soapbox, but if you just, <laughs> it is what it is. So I know that's not a popular opinion with everybody, but. That's the way I feel. But but you know what, Ed? I, I agree with you because, again, it's not like this is her first time going there. <laughs> She's been there many a year, so she knows the rules. She knows the laws. And for her to get caught with that, um, I don't know if it was intentional or if it was, if it was planned. I don't know the whole story because I wasn't there. But I will say this. She knows better. Yeah, not... Go ahead, sis. No, I mean, I was just going to say it. I've heard so many different variations of the story, whether it was actual weed, whether it was CBD oil. But, you know, I I do get your point about the, um, you know, acting accordingly when you're in another country type of deal. But, you know, I think this was still kind of nitpicking on Russia's part and, you know, a political game as well, because, I mean, who's to say that, you know, when the last few times she traveled to Russia, she didn't have it on her. But now this time of all time, she wanted to you know, all of a sudden have eyes and catch it on her. It just doesn't add up. Yeah. Call me naive. I still believe that this was planted. Just call me naive. But even if she did have it on it, um, I was watching a um, uh, ESPN show and they had one of their correspondents on it who did some research. There was a another American female who went to Russia and was caught with nine ounces Mm -hmm. of weed. Mm -hmm. 
convicted. They gave her a year and they let her go in a month. Mm-hmm. No prison exchange. Nine ounces of weed in her bag. She only got a year and they let her go in a month. With reportedly, Brittany had less than an ounce of CBD oil mm-hmm. and got nine years. And part of her conviction was distribution. So that's all. <laughs> Do with that what you will. <laughs> But I think a lot of times, and, I, and I'll end it. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it alone. But I think a lot of times, like I, like I alluded to when I, when I was, you know, when I said what I, what I was saying is that a lot of times we get caught up in um, the, the freedoms and the rights that we have in America, and we, and it's hard for us to fathom, you know, uh, you know, this something like this occurring for something so seemingly so small. And then we also have to understand that, you know there's not necessarily equal and we as black black men we should understand this concept it's not always equal everything's not equal the way the law applies to people so mm-hmm. i'll just leave it at that amen all right let's move on to the uh, the big news last week and continues to be big news this week in the nfl there's actually two big stories in the nfl mm-hmm. this week one is a good story so we'll just go ahead and deal with it the walton group was approved today unanimously took them less than 45 minutes to approve them so uh the one of the heirs of the walton fortune and his daughter are buying the denver broncos and it's been approved so it's a done deal as of today so i just finished the legal stuff so the denver broncos have a new ownership group but the other story, the Deshaun Watson story, uh, we talked about mm. it significantly last week, and it, uh, they, it took another spin. Uh, the NFL exercised their ability to appeal the decision, not that whether he was guilty or not. Let's be clear. They're only appealing the length of the suspension. Mm. That's the only thing that either party can appeal if he was deemed not guilty there is no appeal possible. If they're guilty, it's just how long the uh, suspension is. So the NFL uh, uh, decided to appeal uh, 24 hours before their deadline. Uh, the NFL Players Association submitted their um, response to that to the NFL. And basically, they don't believe that Deshaun should have gotten any suspension, much less this appeal to try to expand it. And the NFL PA and Deshaun's camp are threatening that if the NFL tries to get any more time, that they're going to try to take this to federal appeals court. So, uh, A, what do y'all think about uh, the NFL's decision to appeal it? And the NFL is adamant. They want at least a year suspension. They actually want an indefinite suspension. Roger Goodell today in an interview, his first interview talking about it, says he doesn't see this as one situation he sees this as four different violations so that's why he should have a much harsher penalty and if you take the average penalty of what one single person got a uh three and then add that so so what do y'all think what's going on with the nfl pa and you know the nfl and how 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 you see this playing out i actually think that 
the NFL community, the 31 teams not named the Cleveland Browns, as well as the league, but particularly the the the, the NFL owners who actually are the league. Right. I believe that they're so they're so pissed off at Deshaun and Cle- but more particularly, more importantly, the Cleveland Browns organization that they actually want this. They want him. They want the Browns to get hammered. They are upset that the the contract that Deshaun got is so outside of outside of the lines of what the ownership the the ownership and what has been done before as far as how they structured the contract, the amount of guaranteed money they have, that they really 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 want this man to get hammered. We have a situation because it's like it's like everything comes down to money. First, I do believe that the suspension was 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 rather rather weak. I believe that the explanation for that weak suspension is rather weak. <laughs> but again, I think that now that it's back in the NFL hands and Roger Dale had the appeal actually was to him. He had the right to um, um, give it to a third party, so to speak, to actually decide um, the, the, the length of the, the ultimate length of the suspension. I've heard that the NFLPA don't want doesn't want any part of it as far as um, they're like basically their hands are tied. They really don't want to um, sue or, or or go any further with this because um, they recognize that it's probably a, a losing battle. Um, it's just a mess. It's it's absolutely a mess. But Deshaun is going to get hammered and he's going to serve that suspension um, one way or the other. He's going to Roger Goodell. And more importantly, them to other 31 owners are going to get what they want. And they do not want him on the field this year at all. So so I know you're talking about the uh, Cleveland Browns a lot, Ed, but what about Houston? Because I know for a fact they should have had said something or did something a some long time ago. In yeah, they right. have some culpability in that match. They tried to cover it up, even though he was off the field. Well, they the Cle- they actually – look. When they paid out, when they paid out that money, the necessary, you know, monies needed to get, you know, get their name off the books, they they were done with it. They 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 were they were like, we we did what we had to do. And if you read the statement by the Houston when they when the Houston Texans came out with the settlement, uh, and then the statements that followed by the Texans owner, she explicitly tried to, you know, her her PR team basically said that look, we didn't know all this. We all know this is probably not true. We didn't know what he was doing. We didn't know the extent of it. We don't condone, you know, all that they put in there and they basically absolved themselves from any responsibility and they paid right away. They didn't, you know, right away as far as when they had to pay, not necessarily right away when they first heard of the allegations, but they paid as soon as it, you know, it got to the witching hour. They didn't yeah, go as back. As soon as their name got involved yeah. in the actual lawsuits, yeah. they, they, they settled up. Yeah, they, they played cleanup. Yeah, I think... Um, to your point, Ed, about the uh, other teams being mad that he got that guaranteed money, which is, I think, why, in addition to uh, lengthening the time that he's away from the field, they're trying to get into that uh, 230 mil, too, like to, to get him to pay this, uh, you know, pay some fine. And um, at this point, man, I really just want it to all be over. Like, if you got to do, like, one year, just do your one year, you know, serve your time get treatment most importantly i know yeah, that's, that's also a stipulation. yeah yeah that's gonna be part of their stipulation i mean i mean last week we said it when the arbitrator said 
under no circumstances, as long as this man is still in the NFL, should he be allowed to have a massage session outside of the contracts of a team masseuse or a company contract? But that tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the NFL wants the suspension extended. They're going to find him because of the way Cleveland set up his contract because basically the way it's set up now, he got $45 million signing bonus. And let's mm-hmm. be clear. Deshaun Watson had four years remaining on his previous contract. Mm-hmm. They tore he used that to up. Pay a lot too. Yeah, they tore that up and gave this man a brand new five-year deal, fully guaranteed. And why is that? Because they want to see him on the field. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He ain't gonna. I'm trust me. He ain't gonna do no seven, seven or eight game suspension. He's gonna be on that field wearing a Cleveland Brown uniform. That's what they're going to try to push for. Uh, That's what Cleveland what wants. The rest of the NFL appears because they done messed – he, he as Ed said, he done messed up everybody else's money. Why are the Ravens having the situation they're having now? Well, well part of it's well, because well, of Deshaun that. Watts. I don't well, know about all that. The, the owner that. came out and said, we don't believe in those type contracts. The the the, uh, the, the Baltimore Ravens owner, Bashad, he, he just said that. He said, we don't believe in those type of contracts. And he no, also no one said else that Watson, one. And he said <laughs> Watson is not the person that you give the first fully guaranteed uh-huh. multiple year contract. So yeah. So. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm listening to that one. Oh, mm. you, you ain't trying to give that many that much money for contracts, eh? Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he ain't going nowhere either. He ain't going nowhere. He might ask for a trade. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Lamar's gonna get his. Yeah. Right. One way or the other, he's going to get it. Exactly. Yeah. It just may not be in Baltimore, but let's move on from there. Let's talk about the other. Let's talk about trade requests. That's a great segue. What, what's up with y'all boy KD? I, I, I know he a local boy and all that, but KD trying to pull a power move with a billionaire makes absolutely no, no sense, sense at all. After loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. <laughs> to his boy Kyrie. That's well 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 as you alluded to a few a few weeks ago Big Reg, there's a new sheriff in town. That owner for the um Brooklyn Nets, he's not to be played with at yeah. all. Cuz he cuz look, he don't he don't care who you are. You don't I own the team. I own the team. But you know what? Let's back this up for a minute. KD and Kyrie hand picked Na- exactly. uh, uh, Nash. They hand, they hand picked him. And they're worse, they didn't need no coach. Well, Kyrie's worse, they didn't need a coach. And there was no point, no place in Steve Nash's resume that suggested he could be an NBA head coach. Now, Sean Rooks, the, the GM, on the other hand, or is it Sean Rooks? No, Sean Marks. Sean Marks, Sean Marks. I'm sorry, Sean Marks. Sean Marks, on the other hand, he was actually doing a pretty good job and he he made he made an error in, in, in letting the last coach go mm-hmm. and, and and destroying all the good work that he had done in mm-hmm. order to accommodate these superstar players, so, so so to speak, KD and Kyrie. But they gambled on the wrong two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, said, mm-hmm. and like I said, it's it's I think behind the scenes, it's KD working for Kyrie because KD's mad that. You know the Nets didn't, you know, give Kyrie that long-term extension that that he wanted. So it's like, all right, let's let's kind of, you know, be in cahoots behind the scenes. I'm gonna just ask for a trade and you know try to get things going. But the whole muscle like tactic, I'm not with. 
And I'm glad that Josiah is standing firm on that, saying, like, you're not about to, like, run this organization. Like, <laughs> I'm standing pat. Like, I, I, I don't think they should have ever hired Nash. I don't think someone with no experience should not be head coach. But but they wanted that. Because, they wanted as that. they said, <laughs> we don't need a head coach. So we just need somebody that understands being a superstar player, and he's going to let us do us. And how hey, that sense. work out? Hey, hey, Sids, can I ask you this question? So do you honestly, because I've heard this, I've heard, I've heard chatter about what you just mentioned before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you honestly believe KD will literally put his reputation and his career at stake in order to get Kyrie some money? I don't, I mean, do you, I, mean, I think, I think that, he did that. He did that by following Kyrie to Brooklyn. Kyrie chose, hey, let's said, hey, let's go to Brooklyn. And he followed along with him when he really mm. wanted to actually join the Knicks. Mm. But Kyrie didn't want to join the Knicks. Kyrie wanted to join the Nets. Hey, let's start our own thing. I, K, KD's not a leader. He does not lead. We've seen this time and time again. He follows. Kyrie's the one that said, you know, I want to go to Brooklyn. So, okay, we'll go to Brooklyn with you. So I think KD will be the one to fall on his sword out of out of, out of the sake of friendship, like with him and Kyrie. I I, I truly believe that. That's mm. interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think KD's one of those guys that, A, does not like conflict. And now he sees his whole situation as conflict, so he's trying to get out. But he realizes he's stuck. And he didn't realize who his owner was. As I explained last week, Joe Sy is the richest man in China. And in order to be that, the government has to allow you to do that. So this man has been negotiating with the Chinese government for decades. Mm. And when he created Alibaba and that became <laughs> so big, you think he going to be worried about this <laughs> NBA player? No. You said it nice. You said it. He said, I will rebuild. Like, just to let, I'm, I'm not, I'm not deviating. And he put it out in the tweet. Like, I stand by my front office and coach. Mm. And we'll do what's in the best, uh, um, you know, situation for the Nets. So yes, that's sir. telling you all you need to know right there. Mm. So we got a game of chicken now. Mm. We, we got to see who's going to blink first. But I think it's going to come out come late September when they got report. KD, you going to show or not? Because unless I get to what I want, you ain't going nowhere. You on four-year contract, brother. <laughs> Sit down and relax. Play to sell. And, and, and yeah. Kyrie, you going to play too. Mm. <laughs> Just because, so we will see. They messed up that whole squad, man. Brooklyn yeah. was going going in the right direction. And let's not even get on Ben Simmons. Oh, that's not even talk about him. Yeah, yeah. But he ain't saying problem. nothing. He he yeah. stayed, he he ain't said nothing. He just happened to be out of Philly. That's because yeah, he's, he's still in street clothes. Thing. But what's he going to do in Brooklyn? That's the question. So that's what right. <laughs> well, well, one thing I know with an athlete. If you done had back issues, it's real easy to get out of playing. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for them to say your back ain't hurting. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So. Yeah, but he's so young, man. He, he better get back on the court. Mm -hmm. Why? He sure got a fully guaranteed four years. He got money. Exactly. <laughs> he, he, he already made over $100 million. So, mm -hmm. All right, mm -hmm. let's move on to a, a positive and sad note. Mm-hmm. The great Serena Williams announced today mm. via social media and via uh, uh, article to be published this week in Vogue 
that she is winding down her career and as she puts it that uh she is uh moving on and evolving to her next phase in life and that she wants to extend her family so she wants another child and work in her business endeavors and just you know move on to her next stage in life so I, all i can say is she's not just the greatest female tennis player that i've ever seen and probably the greatest female tennis player ever she's one of the best tennis players to ever pick up a racket her and her sister and what yes. they did to the sport of tennis especially for the female tennis players will pay off for future tennis players for decades yeah i agree and i said this in our um pre-meeting like shout out to you know richard williams and and and, and yes. um and aura scene <laughs> like they planted the seed they like prophesized over it and it's coming to fruition and like for this woman to be one like title away from the most of all time even on top of Djokovic and and and, and Federer and all these that's man that's that's that says it alone like phenomenal yeah and let's be clear she's got the most in the open air mm -hmm. Margaret Court played most of her career in the non-open area where basically they were limited fields most Americans didn't travel to Australia of her 24 um titles I think 14 of them are Australians so the majority of her uh, titles are from a tournament that most players didn't play in. Worldwide. So, Worldwide. So she, yeah, she's got the most male or female in the open area. So let's give her a flowers there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Salute, man. Like, I, I you mm -hmm. know, best to go out on top. Like, you know, I know, like, it, it's been, you know, she was off for a year due to injury. And um I'm just excited to see what she's going to do at the U.S. Open. It might be a go out on top. If, if she can do it, that'd be like the cherry on top for her uh, for her career. Yeah, I'm just glad she's going out on her terms. So let's do that. All right, well, let's Jason, get – go Jason ahead. Whit Jason Whitlock says she should have retired 10 years ago because she don't like to work out. Where's he now? Mm. Now, why do you have to bring up Jason Whitlock, where, where, Where's Who? he now? Who right. where's he now? I just, yeah. said, I, just, I, I just said that. I'm, I'm joking, man. That, that, where's he that now? Bama, man, yeah, I ain't he now? That he's, he, Serena he's become the, more of a cartoon. Serena is the greatest woman's tennis player ever. Maybe That's even the greatest true. tennis yeah. player. She, he, he's, he's residing in irrelevancy right now. So, yeah, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to the NFL division breakdowns. All right, let's start with this AFC North division. We got to start with the... With, with the kings of the north, and it's strange to say this, the Steelers, the Cincinnati Bengals, ah! won the division. You thought you, you got to give them the credit. They yes. won the division. Yes, sir. And not only did they win the division, they took that playoff run and took it to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. So. Mm -hmm. Coming back off of 10 and 7, they tried to fix the line for the first time in – Maybe forever, the Cincinnati Bengals are actually spending money like a team that's really trying to win. Mm. They are. They I are. don't think Jesse Bates would say that. He's a safety. How many people paying safeties? Okay. 
Mm-hmm. But I hear you. I hear you. But the major flaw again is that offensive line. They brought in three new players: tackle Lyle Collins, trash. <laughs> they brought in uh, uh, Tampa Bay's Pro Bowl guard Alex Kappa, good player. Mm-hmm. Brought in center Ted Karras. So they're trying to bolster that line and see what Joe Burrow went through last year. And he led the league in sacks and hits and took him to the Super Bowl. If they can be a middle level offensive line with those weapons, your Steelers are in trouble. trouble. Well, first of all, since you said you liked the Steelers last year at the end, I did. Just you said you said you said you abandoned the Commanders. Slash half football team slash Redskins. You was a still. My bad, my bad, my bad. Hold on, but look, the AFC North has one. Look, the AFC, the Bengals will not run roughshod through the AFC North this year. Nobody will. But the AFC North has one common denominator, which you just alluded to, Big Reg, that all the teams, every team in that division, four teams face, every single one of them have offensive line question marks. Yeah. Beginning with the Bengals, they imported three new starters, potential starters, but Collins has yet to play. He's he's an injury. He's he's prone to injuries. He's he had that problem in Dallas, along with um um, um some some abuse issues, so uh substance of that uh substance abuse. So they have issues with the offensive line. The Ravens paid their left tackle, let their other left tackle walk or or traded their other left tackle to uh kansas city they have questions they lost their starting um center to carolina which i don't know why they they have a left tackle right now who's un physically unable to perform staley they have they moved a guard over to left tackle he has not played that position since he was in uh, in high school they also have problems with the with uh jones they brought in He's played, I believe, three games in the last two years. Um, they have questions at left guard. Pittsburgh fielded the worst offensive line in the in the in the Super Bowl era last year. They tried to upgrade uh, a new center and a new right guard, but we should see and and we'll see how that turns out. Um, Cleveland's starting tackles: Willis, Jedrick Willis, a, a, a star, a young star from Alabama. And Conklin, a guy they stole from Tennessee, right tackle. They have they battled injuries all last year. So all the offensive lines in, in the AFC North is 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 their Achilles heel. So we we shall see. But I really, really, if everything is even, I really, really truly, I think the Ravens on paper have, I think they should be the team to beat. Um, I think I think that um there's gonna be some letdown with Cincinnati. Um, I think Pittsburgh has no quarterback. Um, and I wow. think, the, and I and 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 the Browns in Pittsburgh, neither one of them. Have neither one have a quarterback. Yeah, mm. so I, I just think did. that well, I mean, it probably believe- it it'll probably come down to Cincinnati. If Cincinnati, they have to get that offensive line straight. Burrow cannot take as many hits as he took last year. I don't care what Super Bowl they was in, they lost um, because they're going to ruin that man's career. Uh, we've seen it before. Uh, but I really believe if the Ravens, they had the most injuries, the most starters lost. Think about it. In the preseason alone, the Ravens lost not not their only not only their first string, but their second string and their third string running back last year. 
before the September, before the games even counted. So mm. I really like the Ravens. I know there's some influx. I know the contract situation with Lamar is not great. They're going to have to get that settled. And I know they say they lost, you know, they, they claim they had the worst offensive uh, wide receiver group, but their wide receivers are just secondary to their tight ends anyway, when they may have the best one in Mark Andrews in the NFL. I really like the Ravens. I really do. I think, I think um, my heart wants, you know, obviously who I want, my heart tells you I want to win, but. Uh, Cleveland? You want Cleveland to win? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Good to respond Next question. My only Ravens. issue with the Ravens, they've got so many people coming back from injury. Right. That's so you counting on a team that had so – I mean, they lost both of their corners, all of their running backs, three of their offensive linemen, two of their defensive linemen, a linebacker, a safety – and they got to count on all these people to stay safe, healthy again this year. Not to mention an unhappy quarterback who wants who wants money. So they drafted a safety. Some people thought was the best player in the entire draft out of Notre Dame. They 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 signed Williams yeah, in free agency. Another starting. They already have Chuck Clark in the back end. The two the two corners are coming back. Peters, which is Peters and Humphrey might be when healthy the best tandem in the nfl their linebackers leave a lot to be desired maybe they can go to chicago and make a phone call you know he, he's a, he's upset we're gonna on. get to that and then mm-hmm. and then their defensive line the ravens are not they're always going to have a, at least a solid defensive line not necessarily pass rushers but they're going to be they're going and they're going to play hard they have a new defensive coordinator this year um so we'll see we i'm telling you the ravens are talented they, they oh i agree they, and they play hard they are they are they, they, they would lead the division until Lamar got hurt. So, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. I, agree. I mean, yeah. So, while, like, you know, I will agree that the um, line for Cincinnati is questionable, and even though they made some additions, I think that Super Bowl run only enhanced their swag, especially Joe Burrows. And mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to take that going into the season. Like, okay, like, we we showed that we are forced to be reckoned with in this division and this league. Let's, let's show them some more. So I see like Cleveland, I'm not Cleveland, uh Cincinnati um possibly taking it. I will give some um, you know, props to Baltimore as well. I only think that contract issue with Lamar right now, Lumen, is it's kind of may have some, you know. Lamar ready to ball. L- Lamar has put it in his mind. He's gonna take this probably to the last preseason game. If they don't have a contract, he's gonna say, I'm shutting it off and I'm just playing. Lamar mm-hmm. put on 20 pounds of muscle in the offseason. Lamar's ripped up. Lamar ready to go, prove everybody wrong, and that he deserves a $250 million fully guaranteed contract for five years. So I agree. I agree there, too. That's yeah. why I say Cincinnati and Baltimore. Pittsburgh, like, we don't know what Pickett's going to do. And I did say I was, you know, a Steelers fan. They're, hoping he, doesn't hit, they're hoping he doesn't hit the field. He's exactly. Not He's not and then Trubisky, we don't have to say much right there, even though I was a proponent <laughs> of Trubisky in the beginning. I don't know if y'all remember that. But, yeah, like, I don't, like, I, I, I root for Mitch to, to, to have some success because I'm tired of him getting uh, trashed by the analysts. But, yeah, I don't, I don't see that yeah. And just Please to follow win. back up on your on your safety question earlier, Ed, the reason why they didn't play their safety, you know what they did with their first two picks of this recent draft? Yeah, but we we they two got safeties. the kid out of Michigan. Two safeties. But, yeah, but I, I like first the and next, second round safeties. I like the known. I like known young talent. 
I understand. They're not gonna pay him. They're gonna pay him this year on a franchise tag. But he hasn't he signs it. If yeah, he because he he's yeah. got to sign it. And he doesn't if, get fined because he has because he's a franchise player. Right. Yeah. It, until he signs that contract, he's good. So is he going to sit out for eight weeks and then come in in the middle of the year so he can get his accrued year? He Probably might, so. but at that time, the young boys have been playing so much, he ain't going to play. So that's going to affect his his bottom line for next year, trying to get a deal with another team. So he, he in a tough spot. It's just safety, running back, them in those two positions where a lot of NFL teams done. don't value anymore. They'd rather have a young player and stick him in there and pay them almost nothing. So, question of so, uh, Professor put something in the chat about Cleveland, uh, bringing in uh, possibly bringing in Jimmy G. Is that like legit? That's that's been so. rumored out there. San Francisco 49ers are waiting till the very last moment where they got to mm-hmm. get down to final cuts to try to see if a quarterback gets injured or a team like. Cleveland finds out that they're not going to have a quarterback and are you really going to go with Jacoby Brissett for the whole year? I'd rather have him than Jimmy G. Mm. Uh, In Carolina, after they look at both of their quarterbacks there, are you really going to deal with that? Seattle? Hey, Seattle, y'all really want to play with those quarterbacks y'all got up there? So they just hope to pray so they can get something for Jimmy G before they have to cut him. And everybody Mm. knows that, so everybody's like, we just going to wait for you to cut him. Mm-hmm. But they don't have to because they have they have a rookie quarterback on a rookie contract, so they can they can afford them. It's not like they have to they they don't have to trade them. Right. I mean, you know, that's one of the benefits of having a rookie a rookie a good rookie court. Well, we don't know if he's going to be good yet, but it's one of the benefits of having a rookie quarterback. Yeah. And ABJ, I just want to say that used to be the case where quarterbacks had to stay healthy. We've seen that be uh, rebuffed in in Dallas. Mm-hmm. That yeah, man had his ankle broken that. and part of his leg shattered, and still got the big contract afterwards. So Lamar gonna get paid. It's whether he's gonna get paid in Baltimore or someone else. So, all right, let's move on to the NFC North division, mm-hmm. which I think is gonna be an interesting bag. Maybe you got Green Bay, who's been the class of the division for. The past twenty years, because mm-hmm. they've had maybe thirty, because they've had they went from Hall of Fame quarterback to Hall of Fame quarterback, gunslinger. Every now and then you'd had a, a Minnesota pop up. Every now and then a Detroit, yeah. you had a good team for a little bit, but it's been Green Bay's division. Yeah, but they lost a lot. Did I they? Mean, everybody's talking about Devontae Adams, huge loss. <laughs> but they also lost Marquez Valdez Scantling. To the Chiefs and one of the St. Brown brothers to the Bears, so they lost three of their top five wide receivers, mm-hmm. and they didn't have no, they didn't have but one, <laughs> right? Yeah, which yeah. is a problem. And their all pro left tackle who got injured last year and then played most of last season had to have another surgery in the off season, and he's not ready to play. Nor mm-hmm. is their starting guard, left guard. He mm-hmm. had ACL season ACL surgery last year. He got hurt sounds, in week 11. Sounds like a spot is open for Captain Kirk. Here's, here's what I'm saying. Here, the, 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 Packers, the Packers won't be horrible because no. of Aaron Rodgers. Even though he's on those mind altering, he, he, he had this mind altering drugs in, in Peru. 
<laughs> they, he's still MVP. And they're not, they're, and they have a solid running game. The defense is pre- actually pretty good. Defense they, is going to be solid. They have those good. two Georgia guys that they yeah. picked up. Yeah. Oh my God. They, yeah. they have a pretty good. That might win them. Yeah. They might take the place of that off. <laughs> but, but, but oh, I still got to score though. But I can see Minnesota winning this division. I like mm, Minnesota. I was just about to say, like, I like Cousins. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. They, two teams in this division have new quarterbacks. I mean, new, new uh, head coaches. Minnesota finally mercifully got rid of Zimmerman and, and, and the bears booted Nagy. I hope we never see him again. I hope mm. he enjoys retirement. Mm. Um, but I, but, but I really like Minnesota. Minnesota has a, has a, if they can, if they can solidify that offensive line, just a teeny bit, just a little bit. I like Minnesota's wide receiver group. Jefferson yeah. is a star. He might be the yes. one, two or three best Young receiver, him and Chase, teammates might be the best receivers in the NFL in two years. If if they they might be already, we don't know. If Kirk can get him the ball, yeah. But Kirk is average enough to win games. He's he's solid. We're not going to see anything groundbreaking from him, but he but he has a superstar running back. Mm -hmm. Um, I I just like I think I like I like Minnesota's chances again if they can solidify that offensive line just a bit. Um, um. The Bears, yeah, the oh Bears. Are, the Bears are a dumpster fire. First of all, how can you fire your GM and head coach and hire people with the same first names? But how can you hire a defensive coordinator, Eberflus from the Colts, for a young, young? And you have a you have a young franchise quarterback. And if that wasn't bad enough. You have no receivers. I challenge you guys to guess their number one receiver. I, I, I can't. I can't. Robinson? No, nah, I don't think Robinson. They let him walk. Jacksonville. He with the Rams. Rams. Yeah. They let him walk. And they let Grant, the little kid, the little dude, go to Cleveland. Although, yeah. I'm sorry. He got yeah, a, he he just got a, a, yeah. a Achilles today. But, but, yeah. but their second best offensive weapon after Robinson is in, was, is in Cleveland now. Mm. They had their office. They left. Their, they lost their best offensive lineman to Pittsburgh. They have nobody in front of fields on the offensive line, nor receivers. They have, mm. uh, I believe, they have the, the the kid out of the tight end, the kid out of uh, Notre Dame. I'm forgetting his name, Kidjet or something. We need professor right now, but yeah, it's it's going to be a long season. Let you know in a minute. Now the Lions, on the other hand, that's what. Not, maybe not be. this year. If Jared Goff can be a <laughs> mid-level quarterback, uh-huh, uh-huh. the Lions actually, I think, could be a 500 team this year. Perfect segue for me because I was just about to say that. Uh-oh. I I I like Detroit Ashley, and they finally got a, some receivers for Goff to throw to in the draft. Like, and I like uh, the head coach Campbell. I think he's like he's that coach that that team that the team needs to like you know instill a fire under them. That would be my dark horse, but I would give it to Minnesota to win because, again, Kirk is like he's not groundbreaking like you said, but he's good enough to win games. And with, like, the the the, the, the core around him, it's like, you know, there's for the taking. We don't know what Green Bay is going to do now with the um, the loss of uh, um, Adams and, and, and other core receivers. Yeah, the defense is solid and Aaron's Aaron, but we don't know what's going to happen. So for now, I would give – the uh, crown to um, Minnesota, but I will keep an eye out for Detroit. I, I, I like them. 
I think golf is a, a very effective quarterback when he has time. I mean, he just needs time to be able to throw the ball. So the offensive line needs to do their job. They have a decent offensive line, though. Detroit's offensive line, they 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 really they have a they got the kid Sewell who had a rough start last year, right. settled mm-hmm. into the right tackle position. Um they have I mean the head coach is an offensive line coach. Oh, they gonna have a solid yeah, offensive Dan line. Campbell, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If Swift can stay healthy. Hawkinson, they have a, 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 a superstar in the making tight end. Mm-hmm. Jamison, they drafted Jamison out of Alabama, Williams out of Alabama. I think he might, yeah. I think this might be a red shirt year. If they were smart, it might be a red shirt year for him this year. But they um, got a St. Brown that was started showing out at the end of yes. last year. One yes. of the three mm-hmm. St. Brown brothers. Mm-hmm. He started balling. So they, they've got some pieces. Again, if he can be. Kirk Cousins, he can be that. Detroit, Detroit can win eight, nine games this yeah. year and make a substantial jump mm. and be a problem in the future years if they keep adding people. Because they literally were in 10 mm-hmm. of them games. Of the 17 they, games that they played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I mean, be, should have yeah. been It went down to the wire. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget, golf took that Rams team to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So you know he's not a bad. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I think you I think we, we. I think we found out that the coach and the running game took golf to that Super Bowl. Yeah. When I mean, they tried, tried to put it on his shoulders. Uh, again, I think All he's still Kirk Cousins. I think he's a starting quarterback, but I don't mm-hmm. think he's the reason you win. He just can't be he the can reason. You lose. Yeah, he can manage a game. He better than Maddie Ice, as we've seen. You think so? Yes. Wow. Mm. I think. I think. Well, we're gonna talk about them next week. Okay. Okay. I, I think. I think Maddie Ice gonna have. Or did we already? No, we already did them. We already did them. The we did AFC South, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did them yeah. first. Yeah. I think Maddie Ice gonna have a big year this year. I think if he don't, I don't want to hear your mouth right, about him no more. The I'm same as we now. said about Carson. The same we thing yeah. we said about Carson Wentz when he was with the Colts because he got right. a line around him. There right. was no excuse why he right. shouldn't have you know win any games. Now Matty Ice got that same line around him. He should be able to win some games. I, I, I do got a question for you guys because I know I, I ran over it a little quick, but but what, what do you guys think of the Bears situation as far as Justin Fields is concerned? Do you think do you think now now he was drafted last year under a different regime, a different GM, a different head coach? And because of the history of Chicago, as far as the, the quarterback position, they passed on Patrick Mahomes. They passed on um, Deshaun Watson. Well, <laughs> they, they passed on Deshaun Watson, but they traded up to get Mitch Trubisky. And when they traded up to get Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky, Mitchell Trubisky, number one, uh, drafted him number two overall. And I think they traded one spot to get there, and they surrendered a, a couple draft picks to get to do that. And and the 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 reason was because the owner of the um, the Bears said that um, basically, and I'm, I'm I'm paraphrasing that she can relate better to him. Right. I I mean I just see that there. I just I have a theory that they want this kid to fail because not everything that they've done suggests that. Do you guys? Feel that way, or do I you feel see? he's being set up to fail too? I think he's mm-hmm. being set up to fail. Unfortunately, that's not the right system for him. Um, 
I see him thriving better on another team. But I mean, especially when now you don't have the pieces, the the, the right pieces to put around him to have him succeed. Yeah, this is just a you know a um, detrimental situation. I think it's going to challenge him to be a better quarterback because he's going to have to utilize the pieces that he has to to make an impact on the field. Yeah, but the, the problem is most of those pieces for most NFL teams are second and third string players. And that offensive line, he literally was running for his life in a lot of exactly. games. Mm-hmm. He's trying to run game. again. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I think Justin Fields' uh, fortitude will allow him to make it through this situation where he won't be ruined like a lot of young players. But I think he hopefully he'll be able to they get to four, his fourth year and say we're not giving him the fifth year option, and that he get allows to become a free agent and he gets to another team and then has to actually start his career because what the Bears are doing are terrible. And I hate to say that because you know they hired one of the few black young GMs recently, right. but yeah, it's it just doesn't sound good. And then when you're having your one star player left on the team, Rokan Smith, all pro linebacker. And if what he's saying is half true about mm. how they've been negotiating with him, yeah, it's a problem. Mm. It's a problem. So, so, yeah, it's Chicago going to be in a bad situation for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it may end up having to be till she turns over control of that team and lets them go in the direction of the future. So we had a Vikings, a Packers. Did I get two Vikings to win this division? I did. I put, I put the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. Okay. Two, two Vikings and a Packers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 Until that, until Aaron Rodgers, leaves i think he's still going to control that division but i think the vikings are coming i just don't trust kirk cousins and detroit <laughs> is the one who's positioning themselves if they That's let the dan horse. campbell stay and mm-hmm. continue to implement his build system it. and build, build that it. culture detroit mm-hmm. could be a problem in a few Definitely. years so we Definitely. will see all right fellas well that is the afc and nfc north uh, did, uh, did we were we clear on who was going to win the, the AFC North? <laughs> I, I don't well, think I, I don't think we got it. I don't I, think, I I don't think you did a, Big Reg. I didn't think you did a roll call on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me go because I thought you were clear about Ravens. You thought the Ravens was going to win. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, he that's said Ravens. He said. That's what he said. I thought Sense said he still was sticking with sticking with Cincy. I said Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay. Man, Baltimore, uh, close he second. He flipped, since flipped his commitment from last year. <laughs> What's what what? that? We have no quarterback. What you, what you mean? I'm you, going I, with I, the dog pound. Wow. Okay. You just, okay. you just, you just keep, okay. keep, keep that hope alive that he's going to get on that field. I hear And Jacoby, we trust him. And Jacoby, we trust him. Dog and unlike I, Professor, I think Joe Burrow's that dude. I think that year at LSU, when everything clicked, his confidence got to such a level 
that it's going to be very hard to get him off of that level. And with the weapons he's got in Cincinnati too, yeah, Joe Burrow, that dude, as long as that appendectomy heals quick enough so he can get a little time before the end of the beginning of the preseason, end of the preseason. He's going to be doing this again. But I'd love to see Lamar win it and prove shut everybody up. He ain't coming out the AFC. Mm -mm. He ain't coming out. Nope. Jackpot Joe. Nah, y'all better watch out for Dag on uh Buffalo. That's what you better watch out. Yeah, we're gonna get to there. We're gonna get to there. We can get to there. Yeah, they, matter of fact, we're gonna do the AFC East ne- next week and do the NFC East the following week. Mm-hmm. All right, fellas, it is time for us to get ready to get up out of here. Before we do that, we got to give folks our post takes. J3, why don't you start us off? Uh, I just want to say, yo, you know, uh the pandemic is still here, y'all. Don't think just because you ain't wearing no mask and you starting to go out that it's not around. It's still Tell taking them. folks out. So be Tell safe. Mm. Appreciate Tell that. Appreciate that. Since what you got for me? I just want to say, Channing Crowder, you are the Bama of the week. Like, <laughs> we, 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 like, dude, like, why do you expend so much energy hating on another man? Like, Russell Wilson, like, you, you got something to say about how he, like, conducts himself, how he, like, you know, does this how he does that leave that man be and, and let him live his life like he maybe he doesn't want to hang with you either so just like, <laughs> like you keep that man name out your mouth hey man he 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 he, he, he trying to push podcast just like we are bro mm-hmm. <laughs> getting them clicks hey what you got for me hey man you know to echo j3 i just want everybody to be you know stay safe out there uh, thank our, our listeners and, uh, and our people that view us. Thank them for their support. Um, like Big Red said, any feedback we definitely welcome. Um, please share us with 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 the family and friends and what have you. But uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you guys for always being there. Uh, see you next week. And I like to end by talking about a story that we've been talking about for the past couple of months. Good old Liv. Mm. 11 of their golfers filed a federal lawsuit (laughs) against the PGA Tour this past week. And three of them tried to get an injunction so that they could play in this week's PGA final in-year FedEx championship. Thank goodness a federal judge was like, really? Y'all said y'all going to take tens and not hundreds of millions of dollars from these people. And now you want to come back and play in this tournament and take money out of these people's pockets? So... Shout out to the federal judge that told those three live golfers, uh, yeah, get out of here. Beat it. Y'all can't play in the tournament, and we'll see you in court. Uh, the PGA Tour is buckling down. That's going to be a nasty, drawn-out fight because they're talking about, you know, basically calling the PGA Tour a monopoly and trying to get the federal government to help them win this case. So we will see. All right, folks, as usual, we'd like to thank you all for tuning in and listening. We appreciate your time and opportunity to share our positions in sports with you. We also would like to apologize for last week. We know we had some technical difficulties near about three-quarters way through the show. The show was going well, and then all of a sudden the audio went out. We have no idea what happened. We believe that uh, was a, a glitch because of storms in different areas through our, our provider, but we do apologize for that. We're here each and every Tuesday, 7 p.m. for our live show. Again, you can check out our live show on our Facebook page, our YouTube channel. Uh, uh, you can also check us out, uh, Twitter, 
at, at positions on SPO one. Um, if you want to uh, look us up and you prefer podcasts and catch us late in the week, just go to your favorite podcast platform, put in positions on sports talk show. We should pull up. And again, we've got a bunch of shows there for you to download and listen to. And like Ed said, please, we would love to hear uh, your thoughts about the program, how we can make it better, what we're doing well. We greatly appreciate it. And of course, always like, of course, and subscribe. Subscription is no cost to that. We'll see you next Tuesday. Be safe out there. The pandemic's still out there. We try to remind you because we want y'all here next Tuesday. Peace. <laughs> see ya. Thank you.